ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. It's going to be a very prophetic broadcast podcast today. And uh, I want to share with you some prophetic insights in what I believe is happening uh, in the world today. And, and uh, you know, especially regarding the, the raid on uh, Mar-a-Lago, the 45th president of the United States home, and various other related items. And uh, point out to you what I prophesied over the last several months. Uh, you know, God has already prophesied all of this. Isn't that amazing? God already said this stuff was going to happen. And uh, let me tell you, this is just the beginning of great change and everything changing for the good. Amen. The Lord spoke a scripture to me earlier this week, Jeremiah 33, 3. And it says this, call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Now, I I spent a little time meditating on that this week. Great and mighty things which you do not know. Sounds a whole lot like uh, uh, 2 Corinthians, where he says, Eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for those that love him. It says, Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. I believe God is about to do some great and mighty things which we do not yet know. And the Lord of hosts, let me tell you, the Lord of hosts, the the Lord Sabaoth, he has the final say. Amos chapter 3, in verse 6 it says, If a trumpet is blown in a city, will not the people be afraid? If there's calamity in the city, will not the Lord have done have done it or allowed it in the Hebrew it's the word allowed it <clears throat> surely the lord god does nothing unless he reveals his secrets to his servants the prophets then it goes on to say a lion has roared who will not fear the lord god has spoken who can but prophesy let me just uh point out a couple things in scripture the bible uh, has uh a lot of symbolism, and trumpets are symbolic of prophets prophesying. When a trumpet is blown, it's symbolic of a prophet prophesying. So he says, blow the trumpet in Zion, for instance. So he says in Amos chapter 3, if a trumpet is blown in a city, in other words, if a prophet is prophesying, uh, will not the people be afraid, or will they not anticipate God doing something? And if there's calamity in a city, will not the Lord have allowed it? Surely the Lord does nothing except he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. He does nothing unless he tells his prophets first, and they get to prophesy it. And then it says, a lion has roared. The lion of Judah has roared. Who will not fear? In other words, God is shaking in this passage. He's shaking people and waking them up and saying, I am speaking here. A lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? All that's happening right now, I believe, has been prophesied by many prophets, including myself. And uh, I remember, and I went back in my notes, in January of 2021, I prophesied about a very big situation that would happen, and it would develop, uh, that would even cause the never-Trumpers 
to come on President Trump's side. Now, many of you in this audience, you'll remember that. Uh, I'll, I'm happy to post the dates and, and video clips. Uh, but it was in January of 2021, I prophesied about a very big situation that would happen and develop that would cause even the never-Trumpers to come on President Trump's side. Well, we're seeing that right now. Uh, this prophetic word went on to say, make no mistake about it, the Lord is washing Washington. Make no mistake about it, the Lord is washing Washington. And then it goes on to say, and there is a pulling down of demonic powers, and there will be there, they will make loud, boisterous noise and commotion as they're stripped of their power and cast out. Listen, I believe we're seeing this come to pass right now. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared. Who will not fear? I don't know if you were here with us last week or not, but I talked about uh, the vision that the Lord showed me of uh, the lion of Judah roaring, and then the, the echo of that roar through many other lions throughout the land. The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? Listen, the Lion of Judah is roaring, and the enemy is shaking in fear right now. This intimidating show of force uh, in the invasion or the raiding of the 45th president of the United States of America, something that has never happened in the history of our nation, uh, it's an intimidating show of force uh, that was simply a controlling maneuver. It's not law and order, which is ordained by God. The devil is losing, and the church is prevailing. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, The kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Not physical violence or force. Let me be very clear about this. But spiritual warfare and prayer, in uh, walking in our authority, in decreeing and declaring... <coughs> Excuse me. That's how the lion roars. <clears throat> the lion is roaring. Who will not fear? In other words, something's happening because the church is praying. The church is engaging in this spiritual warfare. And the enemy is lashing out. It says, The lion is roar- has roared. Who will not fear? God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? <clears throat> you know, the Bible says, Let the weak say, I am strong. I am a warrior. I'm a prophetic, uh, powerful prophetic prayer uh, decreeing warrior, making prophetic decrees and releasing the voice of the Lord. You know, one of the things that strikes me is in peacetime, a warrior is like a caged lion. But when the battle ensues, uh, the lion instinctively knows how to be a lion, knows instinctively how to be a warrior. I believe people are rising up right now because the battle is heating up. And if you'll see this with the right prophetic lens, this is a great moment of great significance for God's prophetic church, his warriors, to begin to arise and to begin to speak with authority in the spirit and pull down strongholds and shift things like God's been prophesying he would. This is a collapsing, I believe, and the disintegration of the strongholds of hell. You know, Jesus said, let your kingdom come and let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. He said, let your kingdom come. And 
in the in the uh, original text it means incrementally coming down and so as the kingdom of god is coming uh and his kingdom is coming and we're praying and we're the ecclesia the church that jesus is building we've preached about that before uh the we're forcing demonic powers out of heavenly places and pulling them down pulling down the strongholds i believe again this is the collapsing and the disintegration of the strongholds of hell over this nation. <clears throat> and like a wild animal backed into a corner, completely defeated, they're lashing out. <clears throat> I'm not afraid of these things. I, I see things differently. I keep my head out of the news, by the way, and I keep my face in the Word of God and in the face of the Lord I, in, in prayer. And I've spent most of this week in prayer and in the Word of God. And God also spoke, and I prophesied about a storm in Washington with strikes of lightning that would be as a sign of Satan falling like lightning. And, and, and many times as I've prayed, I've seen Satan fall like lightning. I've seen demonic powers fall like lightning. And this past week, several people were hurt, by, and even three killed by dangerous lightning. Listen, at the White House... Don't tell me these are not signs and wonders as God fulfills his prophetic words before our eyes. I also prophesied, and other prophets have prophesied too, that there will be no civil war. No civil war. The enemy wants civil war. The enemy wants to uh, cause a provocation. Uh, All the enemy can do is provoke. And this strike against the 45th president Uh, was a calculated provocation to incite a physical violence response. That's what the enemy wants. He wants World War III. He wants everything to fall apart and be torn torn apart at the seams. But we will not play into the enemy's hands. The devil wants to deceive people into violence in order to suspend the upcoming elections and put them on hold because of violence. But the ecclesia understands. Remember that word ecclesia. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's that word ecclesia. The ecclesia understands that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. In other words, physical violence is not an option. We're pulling down strongholds by echoing prophetic decrees of the Lord of hosts by echoing the roar of the line of the tribe of Judah. Let me be very clear in saying this. God wants no physical violence. The devil does. God does not. No physical violence. Psalm 29 in verse 3, it says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. Waters speaks of the waters of humanity or the human race or the people of God. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The word powerful in verse 4 in Psalm 29 is the, is the Hebrew word koach, and it means a mighty force. And so the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent rise up and take it by force by decreeing and declaring the force of the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord is a mighty force. 
the force of his voice is overturning the powers of hell today. Remember, I've quoted our dear friend, Apostle Jane Hammond, when she said, uh, she prophesied, we are in a voice war. I believe we are in a voice war. Whose voice is going to prevail? I can tell you right now, God's voice will prevail. But we must learn to co-labor with God and use his voice as a force to overturn the powers of hell and pull down strongholds. Listen, the enemy's oligarchy is not just in jeopardy. It's over. Their demonic structures are collapsing. Principalities and powers of darkness are being cast down, and they're falling like lightning. I heard the Lord say this to me say this to me again throughout this last two weeks hold the line hold the line hold the line listen we've got to hold not rush into battle not run into a fight hold trust the hand of the lord right now the camp of the enemy is weaker than they will admit and there's great division among their ranks great division a house divided amongst itself will not stand Jesus said, you know, when Joshua was about to go into the promised land, God told him, go and listen to the camp of the enemy. When he did, he found out that they were terrified at the people of God advancing uh, on the camp uh, of the enemy. And the enemy's camp was divided because they knew they had already lost. Hold the line. Continue to decree and declare the word of the Lord. Stand and see the salvation of our God. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep your armor on. Put on your armor every day. Get serious about praying those prayers. Don't listen to the propaganda of the enemy. Imagine what it was like when the walls of the Red Sea came collapsing in on the armies of Egypt. I believe that's where we are right now. The enemy is, there's such fear in the camp of the enemy. Now remember when Joshua was listening to the camp of the enemy, those were giants. Those giants were totally afraid of this ragtag group of warriors who had crossed over the Jordan and were now embarking on possessing this new land because their God told them they could. They were simply marching out on a prophetic word. This is where we are right now. The enemy wants to try to cause fear and intimidation and even shame to come upon this nation. But for our former shame, God promises double honor and a double portion blessing and intimidation of the enemy. You know, the Bible says God's not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but he's given us his Holy Spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. And you don't have to be ashamed of the founding of this nation. You don't have to be ashamed of our national history. Don't receive shame. Don't receive any kind of shame uh, for that. The world was in that condition in that day and time. It was not you. It was not me. Uh, We have moved forward. We've prayed. We've repented. Uh, We've uh, come before the Lord. We've uh, uh, taken communion over every part of this nation. You don't have to be ashamed of anything that has happened in the history of this nation. Our national history is what it is. You know, Joshua and the people of God, after they crossed the Red Sea, under Joshua's command, 
They crossed over the, the crossed over the Jordan, not the Red Sea, uh, and they began to step on to the soil of the new land. And God did a circumcision uh, in the camp. Listen, God has done a circumcision of our hearts. And what is the thing that God said after that? Now the reproach of the past has been rolled off of you. I believe as a nation we've gone through a reproach of the past being rolled off of us because of the circumcision of the heart that we've... Listen, God's been waiting for this moment. Jesus has been waiting for you to get to this place. You know what our part is now? Hold the line. Amen? Hold the line. Jeremiah 33.3, call to me and I will answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things which you do not know. God is doing many great and mighty things right now. You know, when John the Baptist, Jesus' natural cousin, uh, you can easily assume that they were friends. And listen, he was his closest ministerial partner who had gone before him and prepared the way for him. Jesus knew John the Baptist. John the Baptist knew Jesus. They were close. But when Herod beheaded John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 14, Jesus responded by being violent and going to war in the spirit. In the spirit. He went and he went up into a mountain and he began to pray. And he began to intercede and he turned around and a multitude surrounded him and there were so many and the bible says that they were all sick and dying and jesus was moved with compassion and he healed them all he healed them all he took the the little boy's lunch five loaves and two fish this is all the same account and he fed the 5,000 men and their families until they were all full. That is spiritual warfare. That is retaliation in the spirit. <clears throat> that is exactly how the church needs to rise up now in prayer, seeking the face of the Lord. He's waiting for you in prayer. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for this moment. He's brought you this far to, to call you into a time of prayer and to a time where he can release his compassion into you and cause you to be able to lay hands on the sick in his name and see them recover and watch the powers of hell be fully defeated in people's lives. That's spiritual warfare and every attack of hell defeated. Amen? I want to say it again. I saw Satan fall like lightning. The enemy is in total disarray, and he's being cast out of America the beautiful. I'm going to teach next week about the python spirit and what I believe God is doing in crushing the head of that, of that serpent spirit. But I believe right now God is, is causing the kingdom of darkness to tremble in fear. And just like Joshua saw and heard the camp of the enemy, they're trembling in fear. And they know that they are collapsing and their house of cards is falling down. You know, I believe this. God is setting the stage for a great awakening, a, a great reformation, a great revival. All the things that God has promised 
This is how God sets the stage for that. Amen? Watch the walls of the Red Sea come collapsing in on your enemy. And I believe over the next two weeks we're going to see that happen. Amen? Second Chronicles 20 and verse 20, it says, Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Believe God right now. Don't be shaken in the shaking. Be established. Believe his prophets, and you're not going to lose in this moment. So shall you prosper. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. Amen. Like I said, I've had a full week of prayer, really morning, noon, and throughout the night, in, and even in the night watch. That's why I, I sound a little under the weather. I've been, uh, I've been spending a lot of time in prayer. I love to pray. I love to be with the Lord. But God is birthing something powerful right now. And I believe the army of the Lord is arising. <clears throat> and I'm expecting a miracle. Are you? I'm expecting miracles. I'm expecting God to do something absolutely unusual. <coughs> I believe we're walking into something supernatural. And I say that prophetically. I sense that we are in a great shift, that we may not see or hear anything different in the immediate. Possibly we will. But I believe over the next two weeks, something unusual, something miraculous, something powerful is happening. And it's happening right now, but it's going to manifest over the next couple weeks. The warfare has intensified, and we are fighting the good fight by trusting in the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, and listening to the Lord of hosts. And I'll speak more about this as the broadcast continues to develop tonight, but I sense in my spirit an excitement. I I sense a real excitement because God is moving in our nation, and we're going to see his power manifested. We're going to see God move. Something's happening in the spirit and in the natural right now. This is a powerful moment. Amen? Have no fear. In fact, just prophesy with me today. Prophesy these words with me today. Say, I am expecting something unusual, something outrageous, something incredible in my house now. I'm expecting something unusual, something outrageous, something incredible in my house now. Amen? You know, the Bible says all his promises to us are yes and amen. I also want to touch on this. The Lord spoke to me and said, whistleblowers are coming forth now. Whistleblowers are coming forth now. I call them forth with boldness right now in the name of Jesus. I'm calling forth whistleblowers to come forth now with boldness in Jesus' name. Listen, God is awakening the mighty. Many are coming forth now. A wave of bold whistleblowers. Don't ever forget his promises are yes and amen. God is doing something powerful right now. I heard the Lord say, expect something highly unusual to happen for you this week. Amen? <clears throat> expect something highly unusual to happen for you this week. Something that you do not expect. Again, welcome to the broadcast today. We are in this holy moment. And I believe many are literally feeling this anointing as you're watching this on your computer or on your television 
His presence is moving throughout this audience. And we're here tonight to celebrate Jesus, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Lord of hosts, El Elyon, the possessor of all heaven and earth. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and everybody and everything in it. That means all the people, all the industry, everything. It all belongs to God. Listen, God laughs at those who shake their fist at him. And Yahweh is going to show his power now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, I want to encourage you to help us by reposting, liking, and doing all the stuff that you can to help us rank higher on social media platforms. And, you know, sometimes we'll we'll start out with a, a huge number of folks and then suddenly they just... Uh, things happen and they get disconnected or people try to find us and they can't find us. And so the more you can help us uh, by sharing it, by commenting, uh, by uh, liking it and uh, ringing the bell if you're watching on uh, YouTube or the various other platforms that we have out there, do everything you can to help us to to rank higher. Uh, so that other people can find us. It's difficult when we bring forth the messages that we do. Uh, Sometimes these platforms, they don't really want that message getting out. And so we're kind of wrestling a little bit here and there. there. But we know there's spirits behind these things. But I want to say, if we've been a blessing to you, uh, please comment, let us know, like us, uh, and it'll help others to stay connected with us and help help them to receive ministry too. Amen? Well, tonight I felt the Lord wanted to give more instruction in the prophetic ministry. And so uh, I call this a prophetic workshop, prophetic workshop. And, uh, and so I want to take the rest of our time and just kind of teach a little bit on the prophetic again, maybe from a different angle that you hadn't heard before. And I'm here to encourage you that you are prophetic. Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, you may all prophesy. That means you. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. You know, how many of you are glad that you're just saved? Amen. Glad you're redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ today. I'm thankful every day for the blood of Jesus. I'm thankful every day to be in the kingdom of God. I'm thankful for the Lord saving and redeeming my life and the lives of my family members. I'm thankful that I have a prophetic family. All three of our children were saved very early, around four years old, baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. And they began to follow the pattern that mom and dad laid out for them. And we modeled for them. They began to prophesy. They all began to prophesy by age four or five years old. And they all prophesy. And the Bible says in Acts chapter two, that in the last days, I will pour out my Holy Spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And there's one very important element that the church needs today, and that is to know God and to know his voice. So that's why the prophetic is so vital. Again, Jesus said in John 10.10 10, uh, that he came to give us life in abundance. <clears throat> All life sprang forth when God spoke. It's the voice of the Lord that brings life. Again, it's a force. It's a powerful thing. It's majestic. It's not something to be taken lightly, but it's something that's part of your inheritance to know God's voice. John 10, 27, same chapter. 
Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. What a privilege to be able to walk with God and have his voice active in our lives. All the people of God need to train to hear and know the voice of the Lord. And I want you to know that you're a part of a prophetic ministry and will train you to know the voice of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 4, yeah, Ephesians 4 says part of the call of the fivefold ministry is to equip you. And so it's not so that we can go to church and watch the leadership in the church do everything. And so that they can demonstrate so that when you leave church, you're equipped to go do it. You should be taught and trained and activated so that you know the voice of the Lord. You know how to pray for people. You know how to see uh, the dead raised back to life. And so you're a part of a prophetic ministry here with, with my ministry. And we train you to know God's voice. So stay under this, amant- uh, this mantle and this anointing that God's placed on my life and on our lives. And as the head of this ministry, under the headship of Jesus Christ, whatever grace gift that I have and I flow in, according to Ephesians 4, 7, that same gifting and grace flows into your life as well. You're linked up with a prophet, and you're linked up with a prophetic company, and you will hear and know the voice of God. That's what this show is all about hearing God, and then saying what he has to say. He only speaks life. Amen? <clears throat> so as a part of this prophetic company, you'll grow and you'll mature by walking with people of like faith. The Bible says iron sharpens irons. As iron sharpens iron, so does this prophetic company sharpen each other. It's good to walk with people of like faith. It's interesting to me that even in the natural army, uh, I, w- I, was in the, I was in the army, and uh, it, it, as recruits come in, the drill sergeants count on the new soldiers, uh, uh, count on the uh, new soldiers to help each other to make it through basic training. I mean, the older soldiers to help the new soldiers through basic training, and then help each other uh, to daily walk out their training and discipline so that iron sharpens iron. And so there is a place of growing and learning, even in our natural army. We're supposed to continue to move forward as a ministry and as a, I say as a ministry, as, as a people and, uh, and sharpen each other and help each other and be there to, you know, hey, if you, if you make a mistake, that's all right. We learn by making mistakes. In fact, the Bible is very uh, gracious about making mistakes and, uh, you know, religion is very difficult on uh, prophetic people making a mistake. Uh, but God's not. And listen, we're going to continue to move forward and grow as a ministry and have more times of training in the days ahead. I want to help you to grow in this anointing. I want to help you to recognize that God is speaking to you. And, and every broadcast, every podcast, every service that we have, it's packed with insights and revelation a revelation knowledge for you to grow and to be strengthened by. Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verse 17, Apostle, Apostle Paul wrote that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding would be un- enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches 
of the glory of his inheritance, not our inheritance, his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? So God wants you to to see and know him and know how to walk in his power. Jesus said in Matthew 4 and verse 4, says, he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds, proceeds from the mouth of the Father. <clears throat> Listen, for in order to hear a word that is proceeding, it's happening, it's proceeding. And so th- that means you've got to understand and know the voice of the Lord. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by, that is the prepared word. That's the bread of life. That's the what what is prepared already. But and that's we need that. That's why the Bible says the word and the spirit agree. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. God wants you to learn to discern the voice of the Lord. There's something from God that's locked up on the inside of you. It's been there since before you were born. And God wants to get you going and flowing in it. He wants you to to know your way of hearing his voice. And as you stay connected and committed, you cannot help this anointing. It just begins to come forth in your life. It begins to bubble forth. You need to hear the voice of the Lord for your own spiritual nourishment. You can't live by bread alone. You've got to live by that preceding word. Amen. You've got to hear what God has to say every day. Isaiah 30 Verse 21, Isaiah prophesied and said, You shall hear a voice saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. God is a speaking God, and his voice is very real. Now, it may not sound like a booming voice in the same room with you, but it does sound booming in here in your heart. He sent his Holy Spirit to speak to us, to lead us, to guide us into all truth. Holy Spirit is God. You know, it was over 34 years ago, uh, God began to speak to Pastor Tracy and I to move to Christian International Ministries under Bishop Bill Hammond. And we heard the voice of God saying, this is the way, walk in it. And you know, we just boldly moved out in faith. We went through some transition. We went through changes. But we obeyed the voice of the Lord in our lives. And the simple truth we learned is trust and obey. Trust and obey. It sounds like army boot camp to me. So we moved and God began to radically change our lives, changed our way of thinking. Maybe I should say corrected our way of thinking. We went through God's boot camp for spiritual warriors. And that simple principle of trusting God and obeying him in all things has been life-changing. It's what God is really after in our lives. Jesus said in the garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but thy will be done. So Jesus had to trust and obey to fulfill his destiny. And you and I have to do the same if we want to see his destiny for our lives. But something happens when you get connected and aligned where God wants you to grow. (coughs) Excuse me. Blessings begin to flow in your life when you're properly aligned and connected. The word righteousness 
It means right standing with God and right alignment with God. If Jesus is the chief cornerstone that we are to be aligned with, what happens when God begins to work things out in our lives and really align us to the point where there's no hindrance to what he releases to us and it flows? Blessings will flow in your life when you're properly aligned and properly connected. Why do you think the devil's trying so hard to keep people out of church? He wants them out of alignment and disconnected. You know, the word iniquity is something bent out of shape and out of alignment. Out of shape and out of alignment. If you have, uh, uh, if you drive a car and you've ever had a uh, uh, one of the little weights on the wheels uh, move a little bit, it starts shaking the whole front end of the car and it can pull the whole front end of the car out of alignment and then that thing is it's really hard to drive so when just a little bit out of alignment can make a huge difference the word iniquity is something bent out of shape and out of alignment and some people are raised with a certain bent towards sinful habits wrong things in their lives and they just overlook it It's like that little weight out of balance. But when God aligns you properly, little by little, he bends us back into alignment with him and his purposes for our lives. This is how destiny is unlocked. And this is how you can can hear the voice of God much clearer and learn to trust and obey so that you can flow without any hindrance. Stay properly aligned and connected in the body where God wants you to be. God wants you and your family to walk in fulfillment of your calling and destiny. And you'll know when you're out of alignment. You start feeling it. You know, if you don't read your Bible uh, every day, you start feeling it. (coughs) If you're not praying, you start feeling it. What is that? That's your spirit man saying, I'm not being fed. Something's out of order. Something's out of alignment. And suddenly you find yourself yielding to things that you wouldn't yield to before. When you walk in alignment, your family will walk in fulfillment. Your life starts coming into, into alignment. Order starts happening. And the voice of the Lord becomes so much easier to hear. You'll be in the right place at the right time for the right reason, in the right season. Because God uses his people to bless his people, by the way. And he can use other means as well. But the ones uh, you walk closest with is who God will use most often. Do you realize in God's kingdom, you're just one conversation away from somebody opening a, a tremendous door for you? You realize you're just one relationship away from God's blessing being poured out in your life? Properly aligned in the kingdom of God causes this to happen. Did you know you're one relationship away from your greatest breakthrough? You're just one connection away from a supernatural manifestation of God's power and the release of greater provision within your life? You know, the world likes to say everybody's eight people away from Kevin Bacon. I think that's kind of funny. But if you'll trust God and obey you'll see his blessings supernaturally show up. You're just one relationship away from everything breaking through for you. One relationship away from supernatural breakthrough and blessing in your life because God speaks to his people. 
God speaks to his people, and his voice creates opportunity and life, and that begins to flow as God speaks. The voice of the Lord brings life. When you're involved in a prophetic family, in a prophetic community, and under a prophetic mantle, <coughs> excuse me, there are things that rub you the wrong way. That's iron sharpening iron. But you'll become a better person. You'll become a better family. You'll become a better husband, a better wife, a better child. Listen, parents, when, you're, when young people are made to attend church, let me tell you what happens. The anointing transfers to them. And life flows, and God's life, God's light drives out the darkness. And when they see others their age lifting their hands and clapping and singing and worshiping, that's iron sharpening iron. Let me just t- take it a little bit further. When they see mom and dad surrendering to the Lord, lifting their hands and worshiping and, and singing and clapping, when they see you setting the example and the standard for them to follow, These imprints from the Lord begin to change their lives. A community, a family uh, begins to change, and a family of God begins to emerge. God begins to speak to the creative concepts and ideas that, that build their world into what God dreamed it would become. Why? Because his voice brings life. It's his voice. We've even... We've even seen some of the hardest cases transformed in church. If you'll hold the standard, stay the course, stay connected, stay aligned, the voice of the Lord, as powerful as it is, begins to alter everything in your family, in your life. Your life will change forever. Your family's life will change forever. Follow the the blueprint laid out in the Word of God. Follow the pattern Follow the lead of your pastors. Listen, we're following the voice of God. The voice of the Lord brings life. Amen? I want to talk briefly from Ezekiel chapter 37. And uh, this is a a famous prophet passage in Scripture. But in Ezekiel 37 verse 1, it says, The hand of the Lord came upon me, Ezekiel, and brought me out in the Spirit in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones. Dead dead men's dry bones. Uh, And so what does that mean? This was evidence of life that once existed. Verse 2, it says, Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. So this was a... These were bleached out, been there a long time. There's no hope for this. There's no life there. Let me just say this. I believe the church, by and large, uh, can become a valley of dry bones if we're not careful. Trying to build on something that once was, but there's no more life of God within it. And some are propping up these bones and trying to make something happen. And what God is after is the release of his voice. People are hungry for the anointing of God. They're crying out for evidence that God is with us. And people are tired of old, dead, dry religion. You know, I receive testimonies all the time about how God's prophetic anointing changed someone's life or how someone comes up to me and says, you prophesied over me this many years ago and that word came to pass and it changed my life. I hear that testimony all the time. One guy wrote me uh, that I prophesied 
back in early 2000 uh, and over him, and um, he desperately needed hope and encouragement. And after he received that word from the Lord, he received direction from God that altered his life. And today he's he's a published author of many books. He sent me a letter, uh, ending a, a letter with all these books that he's written. And uh, at the ending of the letter, he said, "Your ministry is life changing." You know, another woman wrote on Facebook uh, just a couple of weeks ago, "Your prophetic anointing is off the hook. Uh, the worship is unbelievable. The anointed worship and the music." And God told me in the midst of one of my most difficult times of my life to go to life point. Actually, I, I talked further with her about this. She was about to commit suicide. She said, it didn't make any sense to me, but when I went, you gave me a word, and that literally changed my life. The preaching and the teaching and the worship and the prophetic anointing is exactly what God want, wanted for my life. See, I, I'm just telling you, if you're looking for a non-religious, chain-breaking, yoke-destroying anointing, you got to stay with the present truth. Apostle Peter said you have to be established in present truth. Uh, the old bones, dead dry bones of yesterday will not work. God wants the prophetic flowing in the church. He wants his spirit to be flowing. He wants the people of God to be filled with the spirit and flowing in the gifts of the spirit. And let me just tell you, you're going to find it here every time you come be a part of our services or part of our broadcast, you're going to find it right here. I can't begin to tell you <clears throat> of the good fruit. <clears throat> this is what this lady wrote. I can't begin to tell you of the good fruit that's in fruit that is in my life right now because of that one act of obedience to go to your church. I overcame the greatest adversity I've ever faced, and you, I've already shared with you that she was about to commit suicide. Another man wrote me that uh, just. Uh, a, a couple months ago, that he was a used car salesman and that his wife dragged him to one of our services and the Lord gave him a word about serving the Lord in government and he rejected the word initially, uh, but today he's a state representative for the state of Tennessee and in fact, he changed the the state song from the Tennessee Waltz which was a song about adultery, to Amazing Grace. And our new Tennessee state song is now Amazing Grace because of this guy, because he got this prophetic word. This is how the voice of the Lord changes everything. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen it says, Without a vision, people perish. That word vision there in the original Hebrew is without prophetic ministry, the free-flowing ministry of the prophet people perish. Listen, people are hungry for something full of life, full of the power of God. They're looking for the anointing. They're looking for miracles. They're looking for healing. They're looking for something from God that'll transform their lives. All these things that I talked to you about just now were dead, dry bones that received life because of the prophetic anointing and mantle on my life. Let me just remind you, the Bible says in the beginning there was chaos and disorder and everything was without form and void, but God spoke and said, let there be light. And all of a sudden God's glory was released and there was life bubbling forth everywhere. 
chaos came into order and new life began to flow. Listen, the voice of God brings life. God told the prophet Ezekiel to prophesy to dead, dry bones. Where there was evidence of life that once was dead, dry bones, now God wanted to speak life again. Uh, Some of you are facing difficulties, and you think, God, what's going to happen to my life now? What's going to happen to my family now? What's going to happen to my business now? What's going to happen to my, uh, to whatever? Listen, you're not, you're never without an option. As long as you're breathing, the voice of the Lord can change you forever. In Ezekiel 37 and verse 3, it says, God spoke to Ezekiel and he said, Son of man, can these bones live? And so Ezekiel said, O Lord, only you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. God's asking the same question of his prophetic people today. Can the dry bones of your life, your family, your community, your business, your nation, can they live? Can the hard cases come back to life? The backslidden, the broke, the busted, disgusted with religion, the lost royal sons and daughters of God, can they live again? Those who are who've been burned by the church and done with religion, can they those dry bones live again? Can the dry bones in this region live again? Can the dry bones in our nation live again? Yes. These dry bones, he had them prophesied of dry bones. They didn't have ears to hear. They had no ears to hear yet, but the prophetic word had to come to them regardless. And sometimes you just need to prophesy to dead situations and prophesy life. Speak life. Allow God's voice to bring resurrection life. Amen. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. And the voice of the Lord brought life to Lazarus. Verse 4, he said, again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. You know, God will sometimes cause you to prophesy to something that looks impossible in the natural. You're looking at something that seems impossible. I'm telling you, you have a prophetic authority to speak. You want to see the nation turn around? Prophesy. You want to see your business turn around? Prophesy. You want to see your family turn around? Prophesy. Get serious. When you're desperate enough to really obey God, that's when things will change. Verse 5, he says, Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews or tendons and ligaments on you, and bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. It's an interesting word right there. I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I, listen, sometimes I don't feel like I have a choice. I have to prophesy what God commands me to prophesy. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the tendons and the sinews came upon and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. 
Now listen to this, verse 9. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Listen, sometimes you got to prophesy more than once. I'm just telling you. This was a second prophecy. Sometimes you just have to keep prophesying, keep prophesying, keep prophesying for the fullness of God's life to come forth. Prophesy, son of man, say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as I was, as he commanded me, as he commanded me, as he commanded me, and breath came into them and they lived and they stood up on their feet an exceeding great army. You know, the, the militaristic terminology in here, commandments, command, great army, uh, <clears throat> it kind of highlights a few things to me. I believe the Holy Spirit is saying, if you'll lose that civilian mentality and become a soldier in the army of the Lord and do as I'm commanding you to do, you'll begin to see things happen. You have to take that prophetic word, keep prophesying it, until you get your desired result. Apostle Paul told Timothy, wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you. This is your weapon of warfare. Prophesy. Too many people give up right before their breakthrough. Too many people give up and stop warring. Almost through. Verse 11. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Or I could easily say the whole church today. They indeed say our bones are dry. How many of you know the church is ready for awakening? The church is ready for revival. They indeed say our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Has anybody ever felt like that? Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into a land of Israel. Or the land of promise, or the land of your destiny. Listen, God's prophesied destiny over you. He wants you to fulfill it. And you may feel like you're in a grave, that there's no hope for that thing coming. I'm just telling you, God can turn it around. One word from God can change everything. Verse 13 Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you out from your graves. I will put my spirit in you. There's the Holy Spirit again, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land, and you shall know that I, that's your inheritance, that's your destiny, that's your purpose, your purpose. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I have performed it, says the Lord. You know, I just sense that we're in a season of breakthrough, and God's winds of change are blowing right now. You know it, I know it. Uh, the enemy's trying to get away with all kind of lying and cheating and deception and propaganda and all these things that we know are not true. We know it's not truth. We know truth. We know light. We know darkness. We know good. We know evil. You know, I, Isaiah prophesied that there'll be a day when they call good evil and evil good and light dark and dark light. We know that's what the enemy's trying to do today. But I just sense right now that there's a that there's a mighty church that's getting ready to walk in new life, resurrection life, and it's coming forth. And I believe God is bending the winds to blow in our direction and causing his people 
to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, above only, never beneath, the lender, not the borrower, blessed coming in, blessed going out, all the things that we know to be true. But God took his prophet to the place where it looked like there was no hope, where death reigned. And he said, prophesy to dry bones. Prophesy to the dead bones where life once existed. Prophesy life in the absence of life. And we've seen the voice of the Lord transform lives before our very eyes. I can't even begin to count how many people have come through our doors that were devastated and lives destroyed. And we continue to minister life to them until they, they're completely healed up and they begin to fulfill their destiny. You know, David had the people nobody wanted as his warriors, but he worked with them and gave them the word of the Lord until God's abundant life revolutionized them. David sl- slew one giant, Goliath, but then he awakened giant killers in the land. You know, you may be the one that awakens many more giant killers in the land. God's abundant life will revolutionize you. We've seen the word of the Lord come to businesses and business people who've lost it all, families, lives who've been dying under the curse, dying because of religion, dying because of religious spirits, and suddenly the word of the Lord comes to them and causes their dry bones to come back to life. Let me just tell you, your best days are not behind you. They're right in front of you. And God had you tune into this right now so that you would hear these words. Your best days are right ahead of you. Let me just further prophesy to some of you that the voice of the Lord is shattering the enemy off your life today. A forceful advance is coming to you. Your business is going to break forth. Your family is going to come into proper alignment and order. Some of you are going to move You're going to move to a new situation, a new place. Things are going to start lining up differently. You're going to go from no hope to abundant hope and abundant life today. Some of you are becoming God's paymasters and bankers. God's going to bless you so that you can be a blessing. And if you've been in the grave, you're coming out of that grave today. Your finances are coming out of the grave. God's releasing life to you. And the word of the Lord is reshaping you right now and awakening the vision, the destiny, the purpose on the inside of you. Isaiah 55 he, Isaiah prophesied and said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thought, thoughts. Then he goes on to say this, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, he's talking about something coming down from heaven, and doesn't return there, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word, my prophetic word, my living word be that goes forth from my mouth, my prophet. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper the thing which I sent it to. This is all about the power of God's prophetic voice in your life. His word. And just like that, uh, uh, just like a seed striking the proper soil and and the watering of that thing, life begins to flow and fruitfulness abounds 
so shall the word of the, the word of the Lord cause life and fruitfulness to abound in your life. And notice this, it's a miraculous fulfillment. No word from God is void of power. It has within itself the ability for its own fulfillment. In other words, it's not something you can figure out because the word of the Lord has already been worked out before it ever came out of the mouth of God. It's not by your natural labor. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. You can't figure this stuff out. If you read the Bible, God's people followed the voice of the Lord, and then they saw it come to pass supernaturally. They couldn't figure it all out. The hand of God began to move on their behalf as they trusted and obeyed God. And the reality is, we cannot make things happen like God can make it happen. So we trust and obey if we want to see his promise come to pass. Our thoughts have to change. Our ways have to change. Uh, And change means growing. It means the evidence of life flowing. Amen. I believe God's causing a reactivation of some of the prophecies that you've received. And some of you do need to do like Paul told Timothy and begin to wage a good warfare with those prophecies. Take out those old uh, prophetic words, read them again, speak them out with your mouth again, war with them. We're in a mouth war. Say the right things. Amen. Some of you are going to see new life break forth this week. God spoke to me and said over the next two weeks, he's doing something unusual, something highly unusual for his people. Listen, God has you in his perfect timing. Some doors had to close, but I believe new doors are opening right now. And he shut doors that no man could open, but now he's opening doors no man can shut. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things are becoming new, new life. The voice of the Lord is changing everything right now. Prophecies are going to start coming to pass. What God said, he, he, it will not return to him void. It will come to pass. It will accomplish, and he will perform it for you. Uh, you know, Isaiah 55 goes on to talk about how the word of the Lord, when it starts coming to pass, you'll go out with joy. You'll be led forth with peace. Mountains and hills that once blocked you will begin to break forth into singing in front of you. In other words, those things that once hindered you now have to bless you. Instead of thorns in your garden, you're going to begin to see cypress trees. And instead of the thorny briars, you'll have a myrtle tree. Instead of prickly, thorny, difficult situations, you'll have peaceful shade trees. Listen, God's blessing his people, opening doors of provision for the vision, blessing for possessing. You know, you may have had difficult things happen to you. Forget the past. Let those things go. But wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you. Begin to speak what God says. Echo God, amen? And you'll, you'll see as you do that you're prophesying to dry bones and God will bring forth resurrection life. Amen. I want to encourage you, get ready. Everything is realigning right now. Everything is readjusting. God's spirit is moving in our nation, in our lives, in the church. He's charging the church. You know, sometimes you have to sit on a charger for a little while. God's charging the church. (coughs) Don't believe the lies of the enemy. God's perfect will is coming to pass in your life. You're not the cursed, you're the blessed. 
You're the head. You're not the tail. This is not the end. This is a new beginning. And God right now is turning everything around for you in this very moment for his people to begin to taste and see that the Lord is good. The enemy may be raging, but that happens every single time in Scripture. When Jesus cast the devil out, the enemy tore the person's clothes, threw the person around, uh, made loud screams and and frothed and, and made a big scene and then melted away. And just like that, deliverance comes. I believe we're in a, such a powerful moment in the kingdom of God. We're going to see great moves of God now. God's going to cause great blessing to come upon this nation and upon your nation, whichever, whatever nation you're watching from or here listening to this from. God's going to bless your nation. Claim it. Declare it. You've got the authority to declare it over your nation. I'm declaring it today over America the beautiful. God is blessing America again. This is what this adjustment, this shifting, this realignment is all about. Amen? Amen. (coughs) Well, I want to thank every one of you who continue to stand with us here at Speak Life. Thank you for everybody who stands with us and sows seed every week and, and sends in donations and offerings and continue to sow into this prophetic ministry. I promise to give you the word of the Lord every week, not something reheated. I want to give you what's fresh from God. And I, uh, listen, you don't want to miss next week. I'm going to talk about the Python spirit and what God is doing in crushing that thing and breaking that stranglehold. God is raising up an army of real prophetic champion warriors. And listen, you are one of them. If you desire to sow a seed to help us to continue to release the word of the Lord uh, to the nations and equip the people of God, there's several ways you can do that. You can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. It's very simple. Uh, You just put your dollar amount and then text that to 84321. You can also click on the link on our website, lifepointchurch.cc, lifepoint with an E, or martylayton.com. Some of you prefer to mail in your, your offering. You can do that by mailing it to uh, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. You can mail it to my name, Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. And if you're watching us on social media, uh, there's a link in the comments section. You can click on that and you can give that way. And again, I want to thank you for standing with us. And I promise always to pour out fresh, new wine from the Holy Spirit every week. I also want to thank today's sponsor of Speak Life, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Listen, Mike is a great kingdom warrior patriot of God, fighting for America the beautiful and fighting for the things that we hold dear. Uh, and f- he's a warrior of faith. And so I want to encourage you, uh, go to the website, mypillow.com. Use the promo code Marty. That's my first name, Marty, as your promo code. You'll get the deepest discount available. And uh, I'm telling you, it's amazing the way this is set up. You not only support 
uh, his patriotic fight and the things that he's doing to help rescue America and save the nation from these uh, things in a natural way. But you're also supporting Speak Life, and you get some great products in return. One of those great products I want to tell you about real quick is my coffee. Let me see if I can get this. <laughs> you know, it sounds funny. Uh, my pillow is for when you go to sleep, but my coffee is when you wake up. And uh, it is the most uh, flavorful coffee. Uh, it is it, it is organic, 100% organic. It's hand-picked, uh, a small family farm, all these things. Uh, but the flavor is unbelievable, and I'm a coffee lover, let me tell you. I love it. You'll find that at mystore.com. Again, use the promo code MARTY, and uh, you'll get a huge discount on that. Uh, but please co- go check out the products that he has available at mypillow.com. My family and I will use these products. They're truly the best. Uh, if you're not sleeping well, you need a my pillow. You know, I, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he said, I sleep every night like a baby on my pillow, <laughs> on his my pillow. <clears throat> so go to mypillow.com, mystore.com, uh, and, and use the promo code Marty. You'll receive the dip, deep, deepest discount available. If you prefer to call, you can call the number that they set up just for our listeners at 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. Again, remember to use the promo code Marty. It's a great way to support Speak Life and get some great products uh, in return and also support the patriotic work of Mike Lindell, whom we salute today. Again, thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. I want to encourage you to join us next week for more prophetic ministry, more powerful insights. I want to equip you to do and be everything God's created you to do and be. And if you've enjoyed this, please uh, click the like button, ring the bell, hit the subscribe button, uh, share it, uh, put it out there as many different ways as you can. Uh, If you're listening to this on a podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Uh, remember to follow me on social media. I'm on Truth. I'm on Getter. I'm on Instagram. I'm still on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble. I'm on Frank Speech. Uh, all the others. Just look for at Marty Layton. That's at Marty Layton. And uh, you'll find me there. I post all the time. Uh, there's great stuff that we put out during the week. You want to catch some of that too. And uh, I want to invite you to come see us uh, Sundays at 4, at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, we have powerful worship. Uh, I release the word of the Lord every Sunday. Uh, it's a powerful family service, but also very prophetic. And uh, I want to encourage you to come out every Sunday at 4 uh, and be involved in the church. If you're in the area, you don't want to miss it. The greatest people in Middle Tennessee are right there at Life Point Church. And You can also watch Speak Life live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central uh, right here on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. And I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show and helping us to reach more people with this prophetic ministry. Please take a second and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. You can find our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts, really, but on iTunes, on Spotify, uh, the Charisma Podcast Network, iHeartRadio Podcast, Frank Speech, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, you're going to find us there. 
But thank you again for being a part of Speak Life. And remember to keep your spiritual ears and eyes open. God is always talking, and I want to help you to understand his voice. Proverbs 18.21 declares, The tongue has the power of life and death. Those who love it will eat its fruit. So remember always to speak life. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Thank you.